This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's Playground. The third annual Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament is coming July 23rd and 24th. You can fish any lake in Beltrami, Hubbard, or Clearwater County. Sam won the Krause Anderson Legacy Award last year and earned a lifetime fishing license. Sam, what lake were you and Dick on? No comment. Of course not. Anyway, it's $200 per two-person team, and you can choose the walleye division or bass division. Sam, you went with the bass division. What did you use to catch them? Definitely no comment. <sighs> okay. Anyway, first prize is a guaranteed $3,000 per division, and you can also earn $500 for the Northwoods Bait Big Walleye or the Kagan Cork Big Bass. Details available at uwfishingbemidji.com or register and pay on the Fish Donkey app. No rules meeting or wrap-up ceremony. You just register and fish where you are. Hey, Sam, where are you? No comment. Oh, come on! Sam, is there anything you'd like to say besides no comment? The Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament is also sponsored by First National Bank Bemidji, Hills Plumbing and Heating, and Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Would you like to be interviewed for the show? No comment. Fine. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. Coming up today, Brady Loudon joins the show. Brady does some guiding here in the Bemidji area and is also with Visit Bemidji. So we'll find out how the fish are biting. We'll find out how important fishing and outdoors activities are to the Bemidji tourism scene and about a really cool event coming to Bemidji next year. It's all coming up on today's show. I won't ever understand my shorties be mad when all I want to do is stick my toes in the sand. There's nothing wrong with champagne, dancing and such, but the nightlife in the city don't impress me much. I don't feel right in the club, I'd rather be out Sitting in my 14-footer catching some trout The fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm F-I-S-H-I-I-N for Bunyan Country when planning your trip up north, plan to park your RV or camper at the spacious Grand Haven RV Campground in Bemidji. You'll be in the perfect area to ride ATV, fish, hunt, and hike. With free parking for your boats and trailers and located just off Highway 2 west of Bemidji, Grand Haven Campground is the center point for your next Northland adventure. Fish hundreds of surrounding lakes and cruising the miles and miles of the ATV trails northern Minnesota has to offer. Visit GrandHavenCampground.com and book your stay today. Hi, this is Toby Cavalli-Vog of Leisure Outdoor Adventures. Welcome to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Well, Brady Lawton's joining us today. He is a guide, and of course, he's also with Visit Bemidji, so there's lots of aspects of the outdoors we're going to cover with him today. But uh, Brady, first of all, thanks for being here. Thank you, Kev. I'm very grateful to be here. Well, let's talk a little bit about fishing, first of all. I know you've been out guiding and fishing on your own. Uh, you know, we're into the second half of July now. 
How's it going out there? It is the dog days of summer right now. It absolutely <laughs> is. But, uh, man, I'll tell you what, Kev, the fishing has been incredible this year. With the water levels being up, we've just been experiencing incredible fishing as far as walleyes, bass. Uh, you even have the muskie fishermen are doing incredibly well right now. It's been a it's been a great summer in Bemidji. I feel like we're at that point now because we finally snapped into real summer weather. And then the walleyes are going to tail off a little bit. And this is where the muskies kick in. Yes, and uh, it's actually crazy. I was actually out on Lake Plantagenet just uh, probably about a week ago, and I actually saw over a 50-inch muskie sunning himself in about five feet of water, and that was just an incredible experience. I mean, I'm fishing for walleyes, and all of a sudden I see this just massive muskie uh, just sunning himself, and just to be able to see that fish up close, man, it's a it's a cool fish. <laughs> they are pretty incredible. Yeah. And, and really, we uh, we had a really long um, good walleye bite because it stayed relatively cool, but you know, longer into July. So those who really wanted to catch walleyes were able to do it for a little longer period of time. Yeah, you know, that whole month of June was just incredible for walleye fishing. Um, and, you know, we have 400 lakes within 25 miles of Bemidji, and it seemed like all of them were producing. And it was just a really, really uh, productive uh, spring and uh, late summer. Even I, Honestly, even now with the, with the water temps really... Um, getting up there, you can still get them. It's just you really have to get out there early in the morning, late at night, and then really be paying attention to that wind, and uh, you probably will still get on a few walleyes. So. Well, Brady, I've been talking to a lot of guys about this. You know, I mean, there is no complete dead time anymore with the equipment we have. Absolutely. The, uh, intelligence anglers have and the ability to communicate with each other. Um, there's always a way to catch walleyes. It takes longer it takes patience, but it can be done. And you're, you're, you know, if you talk to a hardcore walleye guy, he's still going to have reports for you. Absolutely, and it doesn't hurt to look back last year to see when you were catching those walleyes, where they were, what the water temps were like. Um, we're still behind compared to where we were at last year, and so it's, uh, it definitely is useful to be using your electronics and then to be checking where that wind is. The walleyes are uh, wind-driven fish, and so it's in a it, yeah, we just we have so many good lakes in this area, and I'll, I would be lying to you, Kev, if I didn't say that the bass fishing has been incredible too. And I've definitely transitioned from the walleyes to the bass now, and man, we've been catching some big largemouth, and that is just a blast. And the bend that they put in that rod is just so much fun. So, and you know, I know walleye or uh, bass guys never tell you what lakes they're on, but there's a there's a gazillion of them around here. There are, and they uh, they are hungry. And I'll tell you what, I. I actually just had a guide trip out on Bemidji where we were catching nonstop rock bass. And those rock bass, they fight so dang hard. It's unbelievable. And we ended up catching 86 fish in, I think, a four-hour trip. And the kids were anywhere from 8 to 11 years old. I've never saw kids smile that much before in their entire life catching rock bass. And so it's just we have so many different species in the Bemidji area. And as long as you have that rod bending, people are usually pretty happy. Yeah, absolutely. So. And, of course, um, bass is something more and more people are really into now. And I think, I don't know what you've seen, um, but uh, talking to younger anglers, number one, and the people who they're, the guides are taking out, there seems to be an openness to whatever is biting today is what I'm going to fish for. Absolutely. I That's a that's a really good point, Kev, because, yeah, we, we started the day off, okay, we're going to be walleye fishing. The walleye bite's a little bit tougher. All of a sudden we start going for bass, and it's just electric with topwater 
um, bites happening, blow-ups at the water. We're catching uh, just tons and tons of just really beautiful-sized largemouth bass. And just being able to have that rod bent, even having a northern smack the line, you'll have those cut the line quite a few times. But, um, yeah, it's just so much fun to be able to get on the water and to be able to target those bass. And we even have smallmouth fish, you know, up in the Bemidji area. And there's some lakes around here that they, pound for pound, those smallmouth bass, they just crush the baits and uh, it can be just a real fun species to go after. Well, when I've talked to a number of people in the biology world and, and they tell me, you know, if if the temps continue to go up and we continue to be warmer and warmer, uh, we're going to see a lot more smallmouth bass around here. That sounds fantastic to me. <laughs> I think I think a lot of anglers would really enjoy that. So that's that's amazing. Um, and of course, we've we've got plenty of uh, you know uh, crappies. We've got plenty of bluegills. We got plenty of northerns. The one that nobody ever talks about northerns. There's a ton <laughs> of those, and and now we can keep a lot more. Yeah, and you know what? Um, I did end up cleaning a northern the other day, and that fillet looked wonderful. And uh, I I don't know. I I know there's the difference in the texture between the northern and being able to obviously a crappie fillet or a walleye fillet and everything. But those northerns do taste good, and especially in the early spring when it's that cold water. It's a it's a good species to go after for sure. Um, what what else is up here that people don't think about? <laughs> as far as uh, tourism goes, or are as we far talking as fish fishing? Right now. Oh man, I would say that the underutilized fish would be the rock bass. Um, and I know that sounds like such a crazy statement, but I'll tell you what, getting kids on those rock bass has been so much fun. And I think that a lot of people really underestimate rock bass, but I mean, the, the filet on that, um, Dick and I talk about this a lot, but I don't know if you'd be able to tell the difference between a rock bass filet and a crappie, uh, filet if you were able to put them up next, uh, side by side. Now on Bemidji, um, the flays, they don't have those parasites or the grubs. And so, um, I don't think people usually talk about rock bass very much, but I guarantee you, if you go and catch 86 rock bass in a day, you're going to be having a lot of fun. Well, you know what? I never thought people would be talking about eel pout and they do now. So true. Rock bass <laughs> might be the next glamour fish. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And honestly, the, the perch fishing, I, I know that that's an under, uh, utilized fish in the Bemidji area and that's a it's really fun to catch perch as well and just being able to watch that bobber go down and to be able to see those kids having that rod bend uh that that can be a lot more fun than trying to sit out all day and catch one walleye hey brady loves my guest he works with visit bemidji and of course is a guide as well we've got a lot more to cover with brady next i'm kevin cochran of kevin cochran's musky guide service and i catch fish bigger than kev jackson on a daily basis Hi, I'm Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. I'd like to invite you to drop a line in one of the 400 lakes in the Bemidji area. We have 160 miles of biking trails, forest trails, campsites. You can even get your picture with Paul Bunyan and Babe is Blue Ox. And when your adventures are done, we have some of the best eateries that Minnesota has to offer. Plus, much, much more. And don't forget to check us out at the Minnesota State Fair in the Education Building. Bemidji, one step further. Hi, this is Nate Blazing with the Missile Guide League, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoor. Brady Loudon is my guest, and Brady, as we noted earlier, you're with Visit Bemidji. I am, yeah. And, uh, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but I mean, there's, there's uh, you know, Walker, and there's Cass Lake, uh, but that's all part of the, I mean, we're, 
in a bit of a competition, but it's really symbiotic, right? I mean, this this Absolutely. whole area is what people are coming up for. Absolutely. They're wanting to get away from the hustle bustle and be able to enjoy the great outdoors that the Bemidji area and honestly all of northern Minnesota, there's so many hidden gems in Minnesota that people are just wanting to go out, be able to connect with their family and enjoy the great outdoors that we have here. And it, honestly, it's pretty cool to think about it. I actually had a guide client the other day. He's like, Brady, you... You live in a place where I come and vacation. Think about that. And it's like it, it, he is really right. It's uh, we're very we're very blessed to live in this area. No doubt. I remember uh, when a guy was applying for a job here uh, several years ago. Yeah. And he was uh, li- living and working in Grand Forks. And I mm. said, Well, what? Do you, why are you interested in this job? He goes, Well, everybody I know in Grand Forks comes here every weekend, so I figured I should live here. <laughs> It's yeah, true. It's very true. I live on Grace Lake, and we see a lot of people from the Grand Forks area coming up. So, yeah, we are. We're very lucky to be up here. Well, and that, there, there you go. You just mentioned a lake, Grace Lake. Yeah. Down the road, we got Grant Lake. Yeah. And there's just all these little lakes that are there that, uh, you know, one day you can be on a 50-acre lake in the middle of the woods and not a soul on it. And the next day you can be on leech and exploring a whole different kind of fishing. It, it's it's incredible. I was just I actually just took my family out to Pamush uh, Lake, which is in the Chippewa National Forest, and that lake is like uninhabited by humans. It seems like, and it's just there's so many hidden gems that people just you just have to explore a little bit, and you're going to find your own little slice of heaven out there. Well, speaking of Pamush, it's no secret, so I don't feel like I'm Uh-oh. making anybody mad at me. <laughs> but I mean, everybody knows it's a, a tremendous. Yes. Panfish Lake. It is. It's incredible. And uh, and those bluegills are really nice. And that they were the one of the experimental five fish limits long before ah. the statewide uh, thing went into effect. And it was gotcha. one of the success stories that, mm-hmm. that propelled this. But are you noticing now that we're into this special regulation? Are you noticing any change yet in sizes and numbers of, of bluegills in some of these lakes? Absolutely, in the bluegills and also even the size of the crappies that I've been seeing, there's definitely an increase in size. And it's, uh, and I love being able to put those fish back because you just know that it's just helping the fishery. And I think that anglers have just gotten a lot better about being conscientious about throwing those big fish back so that we can be able to, um, see the increase in the fishery. And so, um, I would say that I'm definitely seeing quality fish, um, that I'm catching. And I think that those limits definitely do help that. And the regulations. When you are out guiding people, are you guiding people who have experience fishing, but I want to experience Bemidji and northern Minnesota fishing, or are these total greenhorns? It's it's all over the board. It's it's so funny, Kev, because I will have um, very experienced anglers that just want to go out and just catch as many walleyes as they can, and then I have someone that doesn't even know how to cast a rod. And so both trips can be equally as fun. It's just it's a very different trip for me. And so um, but being able to teach um, a little eight year old, being able to cast, set the rod, know how the drag is set properly. um, I get that a lot. Um, But those are some of the most rewarding trips as well, because then you really know that they're going away with learning a lot. But where I'm I'm learning as a guide constantly every day. And so. Um, and I'm very thankful to have Dick as a mentor and being able to teach me what he has. And so, um, and, and along with my dad as well, it's, uh, yeah, it's fishing is a, a lifelong journey of being able to learn. And so it's, uh, and, but as far as the guide trips go, it's been, um, it's been a lot of fun, but I would say that most people are pretty novice. And by the end of the trip though, I'd say they're a heck of an angler. So it's pretty fun. Are people going out saying, well, I hear about fishing, so I've got to experience fishing when I'm in Bemidji, Minnesota. <laughs> That's usually the way it goes is they'll have 
the least expensive rod and they want to catch the biggest fish in the lake. So that's usually the way it happens. And so, um, but it's, we have so much fun in the boat and by the end of the day, um, people are coming away with a lot. And so, yeah, those 50 some inch muskies aren't going to cut it. Uh, you're you're not going to, your, your, snoopy rod ain't going to cut it. No, the button rod is not probably going to be able to catch that 50 inch muskie, but, um, they still, they get on a lot of fish and yeah, those, uh, those snoopy poles, they've been pretty hard on a big largemouth bass that, takes their bait so yeah yeah um let's talk a little bit about visit bemidji in general um i mean obviously fishing is like one of the anchors of why people come here um you know the the outdoor trails uh the biking trails the hunting opportunities thousands of acres of horse all that stuff is why people come here um so uh, how wide a net are we casting how wide a net are we casting? Good question. I would say that um, as far as why people are traveling to Bemidji, I would say that we have the lakes, we have the outdoor resource, but we also have a community here, and we have so many great events happening in the Bemidji area. There's Dragon Boat Festival. We have this Anishinaabe Art Festival happening. There's just a lot of exciting things happening in the Bemidji area. And so I know that as far as like promoting recreational tourism for Visit Bemidji, we just, we have so many great things happening up here. We're actually kind of seeing Bemidji become like a regional destination where a lot of people are wanting to be able to come up and experience the outdoors, but also what the whole community of Bemidji has to offer. Um, the chamber has some wonderful events happening in the area. And so it's, uh, it's just seems like it's a more active place than it ever has been before. And some people might, might not like that. They want to keep it small and keep it the way that it is. But it's a definitely, uh, Bemidji definitely seems to pr- be progressing in a, in a great way. Yeah, it definitely is, no doubt. And, I, you know, one of the interesting things that uh, I've always enjoyed talking with uh, the coaches over at Bemidji State yeah. is is particularly the football coaches. Mm. Of course, they like to fish, a lot of them. There you go. But it, it's amazing how that uh, hunting and fishing aspect mm. is a huge plus it is. In, in recruiting oh. athletes to come to Bemidji State. Absolutely. I mean, who wouldn't want to have a lake in your backyard once you're getting done studying and being able to go out and go walleye fishing and then go grouse hunting, the duck hunting? I know that maybe isn't as good as it was or once was, but, I mean, it almost feels like we... Uh, we have everything here that you would possibly want. And so, and I think that a lot of people gravitate towards that. And so I feel very fortunate to live in this area. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you, we were talking a little bit off the air. Let's talk yeah. a little bit about uh, tourism. Yeah. Um, how is it this year? And um, are we are we happy with where we're at or what's yeah. going on? Yeah, so uh, just for the, um, about two months ago for April, we had a record um, month where we had the highest tourism that we've ever saw ever in Bemidji. And so that's uh, fantastic for the month of April. Um, we are seeing with gas prices, there might be um, some people uh, not traveling as much, but I mean, Bemidji is definitely booming right now as far as tourism goes. And um, it's uh, people are wanting to be able to get out on their, their cabin lakes. They're wanting to be able to come up and experience um, the headwaters in the Mississippi, being able to see that, and then be able to come over here and do the outdoor dining that we have in Bemidji. Um, Bemidji is definitely doing well tourism-wise. And I think we are being recognized uh, throughout the state by that. And it's very exciting for other destination marketing organizations like Visit Bemidji, where it seems like a lot of people are doing pretty well. Um, I will say when I was up in Canada, um, they're definitely struggling up there. 
and uh, I, I have the resort owner that I'm pretty close with up there, and uh, we're very we're doing a lot better than uh, up in Canada right now, and so and I hope that that uh, spreads up to Canada as well. But uh, we're very fortunate to be where we're at as well. What's the ratio summer to winter visitors in the area? Oh, great question. I, I mean, I would say that Bemidji almost doubles in its population when we have the summer tourism. And so, but I mean, more and more people are wanting to come up for snowmobiling. And another thing to talk about, Kev, would be the hockey tournaments that are happening in the Bemidji area. Bemidji becomes a hockey town in the wintertime. I mean, we have the ice fishing, which is incredible, but I mean, the, the hockey tournaments alone puts heads and beds in Bemidji and um, it's a it's a just really fun to see the youth organizations come to Bemidji and we're hoping that they have a positive experience and we hope that they come back. Brady Loudon, my guest, we've been talking Visit Bemidji and we're going to talk both outdoors and Visit Bemidji next segment because he was front and center and helped bring in a big outdoor event to Paul Bunyan Country and the Bemidji area next year. Details on the way. This is Mandy Ear, doing my part to keep Kev Jackson's ratings up on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. If you're fascinated by what you're hearing today, Bemidji State University might be the place for you when it comes to college. They're located amid the lakes and forests of the Northwoods, and it's the only place in Minnesota where you can earn a four-year degree in aquatic biology. It's a state-of-the-art program on the shores of Lake Bemidji, giving you high-tech lakeside facilities and ample opportunity for research and a hands-on education. You can choose fisheries biology, aquatic systems, or wetlands ecology. An aquatic biology education at Minnesota's premier Northwoods University. It's the right fit for you. Visit BemidjiState.edu. This is Mike Frisch of Fishing the Midwest, and you're listening to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Visit Bemidji's Brady Lawton, a Bemidji area fishing guide as well, my guest today. And Brady, visit Bemidji's got a big outdoor event coming next year. A glow is coming to the area. You worked on this last year, and it's coming next year. First of all, what the heck is a glow, and what is it going to bring to Bemidji? Absolutely. So, yeah, the 2023 A Glow Conference will be coming to Bemidji in September of 2023, and it's uh, the area of Great Lake Riders. It's people that are in the outdoor industry that live and breathe the outdoors. We're talking about videographers, we're talking about writers, conservation, we have people from the DNR, um, TV personalities, it's everyone that loves uh, the outdoor resource and is wanting to be able to um, be the, the forefront uh, uh, educators in that field. And so um, I ended up going out to Gaylord, Michigan last fall and we ended up landing the conference. We were competing up against Lake of the Woods and the state of Kentucky, and we were lucky enough to land the conference. And so that's going to be coming to the Hampton Inn and Suites uh, in 2023. And so we're just very, very fortunate to be able to have uh, I'm really hoping that you'll be able to have a lot of these guys on the radio because they're just so much fun to listen to. And like people like Matt Brewer, and uh, I know that you've had um, other people on the radio that um, are involved with the GLOW, and I think it's just going to be a wonderful event for Bemidji. And I'm excited to see some people from the community interacting with these great people. I should probably join that so I can go to the conference. I think so. Yeah, so it's going to be held in Branson, Missouri, so I'll be going down there this fall. Maybe we should be able to get a ticket together to go to that. That'd be a lot of fun. Well, when when they come up here, in addition to bringing in lots of people um, to to eat and drink and, you know, spend money in Bemidji, yeah. um, 
is there a pretty good chance a number of them will be writing about absolutely and doing videos about and the that's Bemidji a, area? And that's a huge plus to this conference is, is we're going to be having writers from all around the world being able to come up and be able to talk about this, which will be in publications for years to come. And so we'll be bringing them to the regional shooting park and being able to show them that, which we have uh, north of town. And just having these writers, videographers, um, we just have a lot of really talented people in the outdoor industry. And being able to have them come and see what we have to offer, it's just going to be a phenomenal experience. And we'll be calling on all the guides in the Bemidji area to be able to take them out and have them experience what uh, what Bemidji has to offer. Because there's, the, there's a lot of good fishing out there, and these guys and gals – Love to fish. Okay. Well, that's coming September of 2023, and that's the Association of Great Lakes Outdoor Writers. You got it. But it's not really just writers anymore. No, there's a lot more involved in there. Okay. Yeah. Well, if we're going to go out fishing in the Bemidji area, uh, what should we be fishing for? What do we need to bring in the boat? And when should we be out there? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I would say that right now I would recommend targeting bass. I think that's definitely something that um, is hot right now. Um, I know Dick and I have each had trips in the last uh, few weeks where we've been catching over 50 bass a day. And the largemouth uh, bass fishing with all the vegetation and cabbage there is out there right now, I would highly recommend to be using plastics and being able to get on that weed edge and being able to target those bass. Um, another exciting way to catch those bass is on topwaters and using frogs, poppers, uh, whopper ploppers. There's just a lot of different. Northland has some amazing uh, different tackle that they're coming out with. And so um, it, it, I would recommend bass fishing if you want to be catching quantity. If you're looking to go for quality or you're wanting to really hit the um, the walleye bite, you got to get though out there early in the morning. Live bait rigging is then the ticket for sure. Jig fishing is slowed down quite a bit. And then uh, being able to target those crappies, don't forget about the crappies this time of year. Uh, they're setting up on their mid-structure spots, and I know Dick has had some really good trips where he's been able to get on a really good crappie bite as well. For those who have never gone bass fishing, say, well, where do I go? Almost mm. every lake. Yeah, I would say every <laughs> lake probably has a decent, for the most part, uh, bass bite going right now. And as long as you're able to find that vegetation, use your sunglasses, use the tools that we have, and really look into the water and see what's happening in the water because that will be a huge indicator of where those fish are. And another interesting thing, Kev, is, is even when I've been fishing on Bemidji, look to see what these fish are eating. And so when you're catching these fish, they typically they're spewing up crayfish on Bemidji right now. So that's really interesting because then I've switched to using some crayfish colors. And uh, really just be um, just go out and explore and just be looking at different points. Use your electronics. Look at the contours. Be finding out where those breaks are. And just go out and have a bunch of fun because you'll definitely be able to try to locate some fish. All right. Well, Brady, are you ready for the Fast Five? I'm ready for the Fast Five. All right, let's go. Fast Five. Did I start up? Question number one. Memory banks for you. First fish you ever caught and how old were you? Oh, my goodness. I would have to say that it was probably when I was fishing up on Red Lake with my dad. It was probably a crappie when they had that huge crappie boom happen on Upper Red Lake. It had to be a crappie, and it probably was like a 15-incher because we were catching big ones when I was a kid. Okay. Yeah. You remember approximate age? Oh, man. It had to be probably when I was probably like less than five. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I was young. Question number two. What's your favorite TV show of all time? Oh, 
What a good question. I'll, I'll throw you two. I have Alone, which is like a, on the History Channel. It's all about survival, and I love that. But I also like Wicked Tuna. Wicked Tuna and catching the <laughs> massive yellowfin tuna. Anything fishing. Also, uh, uh, Jeremy Wade in uh, River Monsters. That's an incredible show as well. Okay. <laughs> question number three. Besides fishing or hunting, what is your favorite sport? Oh, what a great question. I played a lot of golf throughout high school, but I, I would honestly have to say pickleball. My dad and I are avid pickleball players, and so we go and travel the, the state and play a lot of pickleball. i got to tell you, man, you're one of the youngest pickleball players I know. <laughs> it's a fun sport, and uh, it's, it's an evolving sport, second fastest growing sport in the U.S. right now. I know. I, I you know. I figured I was even young in the pickle, pickleball world, <laughs> but now I'm hearing all these kids going out and playing pickleball. It's now. a fun sport. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. All right. Question number four: What is Brady Loudon's favorite food? Oh man, I love crab. I would have to say crab. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of a weird uh, one, but I would like yeah. to say crab or salmon. And finally, question number five: Now you can go with the specific. Uh, examples I'm going to give you, or you can just go with the genre. Kind of tell us which genre you prefer. And the question is, ACDC or Alabama? ACDC, 100%. I, I love, love classic rock. Can't, can't go wrong with some ACDC. Rock on, baby. <laughs> hey, Brady, if, you, if people want to go fishing and want to go fishing with Brady, how do they get signed up to do that? Yeah, absolutely. You can either contact uh, Dick Beardsley's Fishing Guide Service, or you can send me a text or call through my cell number, which is 218-280-2941. And before we wrap it up, uh, how could I forget, um, be, beans, it's like uh, just over a month away, uh, once again, Visit Bemidji is going to be right in the heart of the Minnesota State Fair, so people who listen and are curious about Bemidji, uh, and aren't going to make it up before then, you can find out a lot right down there. Please do. So we're going to be down at the Education Building at the Minnesota State Fair. We are going to have so many volunteers down there, and it's going to be an incredible experience. I even think that we might end up having Kev down there. It's going to be a great time to be able to get together for the Minnesota uh, get-together, I would say. And so it's going to be a wonderful time. Come on down. Yeah, I'm going to be there. We'll do some broadcasting and hopefully chasing down some of the big dogs uh, of the uh, DNR. Uh, yes, and please get them do. on the show. That so. sounds, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. All right, Brady, thanks for being here today. Appreciate it. Thanks, Kev. Well, before we wrap it up, I want to remind you once again, the third annual Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament is set for this Saturday and Sunday. The unique app-based tournament begins 6 a.m. Saturday morning, ends at noon Sunday. You can fish as many or as few hours as you and your teammate wish, and you can fish on any lake in Beltrami, Hubbard, or Clearwater County. You can move if you want to another lake. No rules meeting or wrap-up. You just download the Fish Donkey app if you don't have it and start fishing. You register and pay right on the app. Cost is $200 per two-person team, and you can fish either the walleye or bass division. If you want, fish both. Top three places in each division are guaranteed with a $3,000 champion, $1,500 for the runners-up, and $1,000 for third place. There's also a $500 Kagan Cork Big Bass Award and $500 Northwoods Bait Big Walleye Award and the Krauss Anderson Legacy Award in which the youth angler on the top finishing multi-generational team wins a lifetime Minnesota fishing license. Now, once you're registered, you can pick up your official measuring board at Northwoods Bait and Tackle in Bemidji, Walgreens in Park Rapids, or Timberline Sports in Black Duck. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for being here.
This has been the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grand Haven Campground. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. And don't forget, you can listen to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country on KB101 FM and KBUN Sports Radio 104.5 weekdays, as well as Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Saturday mornings on KBUN Sports Radio 104.5, B93.3 in Brainerd Baxter, and Kick FM in Alexandria. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today.